Oh my gosh, Heidi in congeniality, how are you? I'm great. I'm I'm doing amazingly. I'm just living my best life, you know. <laughs> Thank goodness you were crying Miss Congeniality because we need your brightness and your lightness and your wit and your beauty in the world right now because it's a crazy world and it's an intense world out there. Oh, most definitely it is. It's it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we are going to make it through. And if I have to use my my Miss Cadini Alley title as a platform to help steer us to a brighter tomorrow, I will do so gladly. So I am here for all of you. Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a drag race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5. Each week, I am joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, i.e. the queens who have made herstory to talk about this season and their own journeys on the show, their own experiences. So thank you for listening. And warning, because there's going to be what? Spoilers. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. So consider yourself warned, people. And to keep up, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central. Or you can watch in select territories on WoW Presents Plus if you're someplace where you can't get VH1. Now, having said that, today I am very honored to be joined by, I'm just going to say it, the breakout star of season 12. (laughs) The blessed and highly flavored. Yes. Young Gappy. (laughs) Miss Heidi in Closet. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Young Gappy in the house. Yeah. Okay. What's the tea in Ramsour? You know, it's uh, it's it's same old, same old. It's small country town. Um, chickens still outnumber us uh, three to one. It's just the same old. I don't think Ramsour is ever going to change. It's just the same old town it's always been. You know, but I think it will change. I think everything is changing a little bit right now, as it should. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting on my key to the city, though. But yeah, things are changing. Thank God. How have you been doing? You know, I've been doing okay. I've been just taking it day by day and just trying to take everything in, trying to stay busy and stay focused and really keep processing and moving forward, really. It's yeah. really all we can do at the moment, especially us who are uh, isolated, like away from a lot of people. Well, I've seen I know, on social media, on Instagram, have you been sharing like information about resources and, 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 you know, how to help protesters and just how to help everybody and like guiding people to Black Lives Matter? Definitely. And, I've, I mean, I've been given this platform and I want to use it. So, yeah, I'm doing anything I can and how I can to, to do so. How does it feel like where you are? How does it feel in, you know, in North Carolina right now? It, it feels a little a little crazy right now. We've had some crazy stuff happen. Um, just recently we had in Asheville, uh, there was a tent of medics just set up there to help people who may have gotten injured during the, the protesting. And then they got like torn down and bashed for just being medics. And it's so crazy. Uh, people are nervous. And when people get nervous, people do things irrationally. And I just hope it passes really soon. I also feel hopeful because like the fact that people are, you know, it's been days and days and days and people are still protesting. I definitely think it's on the right path. I definitely yeah. think things are on the right path. There there has to be something to happen to, to warrant the change. And I think this could easily be it. How's your grandma? Does she have congratulatory words for you? 
oh my god my grandmother she is great she's still crazier than a raccoon in a bag of trash uh, living its best life she's that crazy she is um she's she's so off the walls but that's just how she is if she wasn't that crazy something would be wrong with her so i'm happy to see her that she's that crazy she she congratulated me she she said she was very proud of me of my journey on the show as well and it's been a complete uh a full circle moment from the very first time she saw me in drag so it's been it's been amazing and what's her point of view as far as just the world right now? She's definitely, she, I mean, this is not her first time at the rodeo being a, a woman of a certain age bracket. This is definitely not her first rodeo of a great change in the world. She's, she's basically just making sure that we are taking time to really be careful while we're doing these things. Like she's always like, make sure that you're safe, make sure you're careful, make sure you, you're watching your back and just uh, taking care and watch your fellow par- people back, back as well. So yeah, yeah, she's definitely very the cautious type. She's she's a wise woman. Virginia? Yes, Virginia Cheek, honey. That's her name. Don't wear it out. I can't spell <laughs> it. I tried when I signed the my report card in third grade and spelled it wrong. There's <laughs> All Stars Five. Who do you know in this cast? Do you know any of these these gals? Oh my goodness. I've met a couple of them actually. Mm-hmm. Um a long, long time ago. Baby Heidi met Juju B. <gasps> And I remember spewing my guts to her saying, I think it was right after it was, no, it was right before season eight aired because um, all the season eight girls were in Greensboro, North Carolina, and she was along with them for the, a tour. And I mm-hmm. spewed my guts to her saying, I want to get on RuPaul's Drag Race one day too. And she just was so sweet. And I'm sure I was working her nerves. And she's like, y- you can do it. I believe in you. You, you got this. <laughs> So I'm, I'm really happy to see her. I've also met Shea Coulee when I went up to Chicago um, not too long ago. And she's just so chill, so cool, so funny. And I, I'm excited to see what she brings as well. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I love this cast. Now, to quote Shea Coulee, when Derek Berry comes in, woo, it's All-Stars. <laughs> it is. It's time. And there's some new rules and twists and stuff. What do you think about the lip sync assassin situation? I think it's a good idea. I think I think it's good to shake things up every couple of seasons or so, so the girls don't get comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want the girls to get comfortable because if it gets formulaic, the girls get comfortable and think they know everything. No, we gotta shake that up. And I think it's a good chance for uh from for other contestants that may not be on All Stars to come back and and show their faces and have a good old sickening performance with the gals. I agree. I agree. It'll mix it up. We always have a little guest appearance. Always. It never hurts. Never hurts. The queens start walking in, and the first one, one of my favorite entrances, I think, on Drag Race ever, and the timing could not be better, is Miss Shea Coulee. And what does she say? I'm black. <laughs> oh, she just looks so gorgeous in this outfit. Oh, she just, she's what I think I look like when I'm in drag. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks rich. She she gives me that very much Jada Essence Hall vibe. Just she looks like a rich bitch, and I'm here for it. And she's just so put together and just ready. That's that's what I think I look like when I'm in drag. <laughs> oh. And I gotta say, as far as all stars go, I feel like no one has ever been more ready in this and more due because remember in her season, season nine, going into the finale, you thought, well, this is gonna be a big Shea Coulee like extravaganza. I just knew she was winning. <laughs> 
<laughs> but nobody saw those rose petals coming. Those rose petals were heard around the world. I think it is time for her to come back into this workroom, and I'm ready to see what she brings. I know she's coming to, to slay the game. And then we get Miss Cracker. I, oh, I met her too uh, when we did the uh, Billboards interview in New York for our press week. She was a doll and a delight. I'm happy to see her back on the show as well. Oh my God, I love that she has completely branded herself with the, the Cracker brand, the thin white and salty i mean it's, it's spot on it's perfect salty no shade <laughs> exactly then we get alexis mateo who's always a favorite of mine oh my god I, I i really enjoyed her look i love that she brought her her culture into it and she looked fabulous doing it and i've loved her since season three bam because she's wearing like the puerto rican flag as kind of this mm-hmm. bodysuit on her and she's just that energy like she gave us bam and she just talks from the heart she's not trying to be like i'm gonna say things that people you know want to hear she's just so direct yeah. i love it like she has a line in the beginning of this is alexis world and the rest is parking bitch that had sent me i was like yeah probably yeah i i, I see it i guess i'm over in the parking lot uh section uh d3 just watching so i'm enjoying it i love i love a confident queen and she is very much that and i live for her she's just so it's so like you can tell it's genuine it still comes out as funny and i yeah. just live for it yes and listen she get, she helped bring the world miss vanji miss vanji she did birth us miss vanji so we have to give her credit for that or hold her responsible More, the, the the latter yeah you're right you did this to us <laughs> And then Blair St. Clair comes in looking very beautiful. A woman, woman down. When she said that she has finally gone through puberty. <laughs> and then she looked down and said, well, almost. I hopped, I literally almost threw my phone. Like, I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. And she's, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Like, and it looks like she's hardly wearing any makeup and she looks so gorgeous. And I'm just like, jealous. I know. <laughs> I know. And like Cracker makes that joke. She's like, oh, she's always looking wet. And then Blair snaps back. That's what your man said last night. You can tell that she has come into her from that one line right there. You can tell she has grown and come into her own since her original season. And I cannot wait to see what she brings because I was a big I was a fan of hers on season 10. And to see that she has grown and she is confident and she is quick witted. Honey, I'm ready. And then comes in my queen, one of my favorites ever, Mariah Paris Balenciaga, aka yes, more successful. Oh, she she has so many names. She says Mariah Balenciaga, aka Mariah Successful, aka what was the other? Aka the Queen of All Stars Five. I'm like, all right, I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I met her too when I was in when I came to LA, and she is. I literally had a whole fangirl moment when she walked in. I was in drag, getting ready for the show. She walked in to help her daughter get ready, and I had a full fangirl moment, and I yelled like. Ah! She's the best. I just I want her to do my makeup, and I hope she mm. hears this. Mariah Paris Balenciaga, aka Mariah Successful. I want you to paint me. Thank you. <laughs> you put it out there to the universe, and things come back to you. I approve. <laughs> I'm trying. And then comes Miss India Farah with some old school sparkle, baby. Yes, yes, yes. You know, when I think of old school drag, I think of. In India Farah is the epitome of what old school drag encompasses. It's mm-hmm. just so over the top, so glam, so just big hair, big jewels, big padded body and 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 chest and it's just oh she's just so 
it's so yummy to look at. It's just, it's enticing to see. It is. I know. It's like icing on a cake. And, it, and it, it's just like drag, capital D, capital R, like all caps, drag. All caps, 12 exclamation points and one question mark at the end. And I, I'm going to say this. And I'm, I, I think when you say like she's the epitome, I think she's the epitome. Is that what that is? <laughs> I think yes. <laughs> What's epitome? It's the same word. It's just spelled, you know, it's spelled that way. Is this whole epiphany situation? Look, I've learned that word. Now I got to learn this one. <laughs> so then we get Miss Jujube comes in and she <gasps> is, yes. Just sorry. Every, Jujube's been one of my favorites for such a long time. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, and she can walk in in like a business lady dress and make it work. Exactly. And I'm just like. There's not many people that can pull something off like that and make it look so good, but she is one of them and she does it so well. I'm just like, yes. Like if I walk in in something like that, I'd probably look, mm, mm, mm. but um, <laughs> I love that she, she gives that and she's, and she knows she's slaying it, even though she's in something very toned down compared to some of the other girls. And I'm just, I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes. You, you, yeah. you had did that and then she said i am so dressed for all your funerals because i'm gonna kill you all ah! i was like oh oh yes ma'am yes 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 please 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 and she's just so funny like she cracks herself up she cracks us up she like knows how to laugh truly you know? one of the funniest queens i remember watching season two and falling in love with her just because of how funny and witty she was yeah. she was beautiful and funny and witty. And I love that. Yeah. She has a line, like, right after she comes in where she says, This Jujubee has stepped her pussy up. <laughs> this is like, I am the pussy staircase. <laughs> staircase. <laughs> yes. And then Derek Barry joins us. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brittany. Yeah. I met, I met Derek. I forget. I met, I met Derek once as well. I, when we went to Vegas for the opening of Drag Race Live, I met her that mm -hmm. night on the red carpet. She's such a sweet person. I, I, her entrance look was not my favorite. Mm -hmm. I understand it was referencing Britney, but I feel like she could have done more. But she looked good while doing it. But I feel like it could have been more. But I'm really excited to 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 talent to see yes. what she brings because i know like her the biggest part of her story of season eight was that she wanted to show the world what um what Derek does not just what she can do as britney so i love a queen that's here to prove something and it turns out she goes to hug india and there's some like little then we learn about some shade going on there's some like Ooh. personal differences some backstory that's when i had to grab my chicken wings and start eating them honey because that's when it was starting to get good i was like oh we starting early this season Okay, I see where this is going. I, I I went to dip him in the ranch and I was ready. I was like, we're going to watch this up close and personal. And I don't think they disappointed. <laughs> no, I know, right. It's, I guess what happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas because they're airing it out here. Like India said something shady about, allegedly, about Nebraska, who's one of Derek's boyfriends. Allegedly. And, <laughs> allegedly. And then we get Mayhem Miller. She comes in. My twin. Yeah. Every, oh. Literally everyone says... I look like I've met Mayhem too. I've met almost all this cast. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> but I love Mayhem. Um, she's she's a sweetheart. That hair looked really good on her. Mm -hmm. I think she could wear anything. She could wear she could wear an outfit made out of gloves and look sickening, which she already did on season. Absolutely. She won her won her dang premiere. Exactly. She could wear gloves and look sickening. So I'm I'm excited. Then we get Angina, season one royalty. Angina comes in. This 
Angina, you had did this. This right here is how you make an entrance after 11 years of waiting. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Because honestly, I thought she was going to be on All Stars 1. This is how you make an entrance. This, take notes, everyone, myself included. This is how you make an entrance on All Stars. Baby, she wore everything. Y'all know how Chanel thought she wore everything. (laughs) And the kitchen sink on the opening of All Stars 1. No, this bitch did. She wore that and then some more. It was sickening. For a little person, she wore a whole lot. She is so tiny. I'm sure that outweighed her. (laughs) So then they're all here. RuPaul pops in, explains. It kind of teases like we're doing things differently, which is always the case. Always. Um, There's always some kind of shake up every All-Star season. I'm just like, there's always something that shakes the game. Yes. And he tells them like each week, one of you, sorry. He tells them each week, each of you will vote for the bottom queen you think deserves the chop. I was... I don't want to try and use a big word. I about said befuddled. I don't know if that's the correct word or not. But I was like, what? Like, if I had been there, I would have been like, so we got to make alliances and stuff, too, while we all here? Because we don't, we don't want to get voted out. It's, this has literally turned into Survivor. And I'm ready to see drag queens on an island voting people out because they are the weakest link. I'm here for this. <laughs> Ooh, no. People thought you were weak at the very beginning. Fools, fools that they are. The tomfoolery of it all. <laughs> yes. You never, never know. They so they they kind of take that in, like, okay, what's that going to mean? They're trying to figure it out. So before they can really digest that, Bruce says, "Oh, pit crew," and who walks in the door? Oh my God, Ricky! <laughs> it's Ricky Martin. I'm jealous. I'm so so jealous that I was not there. He may have been a poster on my wall when I was younger. Um, really yes 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 (laughs) it's true i'm so jealous i'm like no why couldn't it have been me but then again i remember i wasn't even on the show yet so (laughs) i know he's just so like handsome he he is so handsome it's he's does he age is my question he might have that good doctor i probably need to go too myself Well, well if you come back to los angeles i mean hey fingers crossed we'll text ricky we'll find out who he's seeing yeah, I need your doctor. If you're out there, I need your doctor, please. Thank you. Yes. So fun and be- well, beautiful. So ridiculous. He seemed like he was so much fun to be around. Like, he seemed like he truly enjoyed himself. Right. He seemed very Ricky Martin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So they, so he's there for the reading challenge. He and Rue do a little back and forth, fake slap. And then it's time to read, which I think is exciting because... We have the winner of the original first ever reading challenge from season two. Juju B is right here. So you know yes. it's going to be good. They all kind of brought it, mostly. Well, well, there was well, there was one. Yes, yes. So Juju mm-hmm. says to Mariah. Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Great, you're here. So we have to change the name to RuPaul's Drag Race, Some Stars. That was so perfect for me literally that was one of the ones i wrote down on my own like when i was going through getting ready for this i just wanted to i wanted to make sure i wrote something down that i really enjoyed and that was one of them that was actually the first one that i really really enjoyed and it was just so funny i live for it and you know they've both been in the the drag race scene for 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 decades now because they're so old but um (laughs) so they know each other and it was so good like it was she did not fail and she definitely is living up to that the original reading challenge winner yeah what else were your favorites if you wrote some down what else did you write down also anything juju said but when she went for mayhem 
mayhem filler. <laughs> mayhem filler. I was like, oh. And then she's like, mayhem Miller. I was like, because oh. literally that meh moment of RuPaul's is one of my most favorite and iconic moments. Also, I really, really enjoyed Miss Cracker reading Blair. Well, not so much reading Blair. Yes, I know. Blair St. Clair, you know me. Mm-hmm. I don't read somebody unless I have a genuine respect for them. So I think we're done here. I love that her read for Blair was not a read at all. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's how you do a little plot twist moment on her. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and then we have to talk about Mariah pulling out the roses for for <laughs> Shay. I was like, not the rose petals. You know she's already traumatized by those things. Anyways, well, I really enjoyed Blair re- reading India as well. That was really cute. That was really, really Ooh, cute. Honey, she took that big pause. India Farah. <laughs> oh, I'm pausing so we all can Google who you are. Girl, the Google search of it all. I also got to say, I give a shout out to Shay because I loved her read for Angina. Like, Angina. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule of auditioning for All Stars to finally join us on All Stars. <laughs> it was one of the best reading challenges. Oh my God. Oh, they definitely, definitely served it up on a platter and I ate it up. And then Derek and India kind of try to go in for each other for real, I thought. You could tell that was real. That was not just playful reading. That was real. That was emotions. That was um, some built up turmoil. It's no wonder you work at a place called Piranha in Las Vegas, because with those teeth, you're a walking billboard for them. And it was like, ooh. <laughs> y'all already had an awkward entrance moment, and y'all already coming for each other. Here we go. Oh, it's going to be that kind of show. All right. Mm-hmm. It's intriguing. It's very intriguing. We end up with a tie for the reading yeah. challenge. Oh, my God. I think they were both, they both deserved the win, um, Juju and Blair. They served it up, and I, I'm just, I don't want to get read by them. I, <laughs> I'm just like, mm. Well, actually, I think I would be like, it's like on that Bianca Del Rio level of, you know, how she's so good at being an insult comic and you yes. just want to, her to tear you to shreds. It was almost up to there. Like, I want them to read me for fun. And who knew Blair St. Clair had that in her? Yeah, she looks so nice and Boy Scout. Well, Eagle Scout now she's all grown up. I'm like, ooh, child. <laughs> she grew up, buddy. So we're going to take a little break here. And, we're gonna, and then we're going to get to the maxi challenge. We're going to work the world. There's people pole dancing. There's all kinds of performances. Then there's twists and rules to deal with. And people start voting. And an assassin is a lot coming up. And there's going to be spoilers. So would you mind hanging on here with me, Heidi, and talking a little more? Yeah, I can hold on just for a little while longer. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. And now, a word from World of Wonder and our season 11 sisters, Vanjie and Silky, from Self-Isolation. So what's the word on the curve? What's the word on the curve? You tell me what's the word on the curve. What's the word on the curve? I got up up early to hear what's the word on the curve. Do you know what the word on the curve is? I know what the word on the curve is. The word on the curve. The word on the curve. The word on the curve. Word on the curve. Of the curve. On the curve. Curve. Curve that whole word on the curve. Word on the curve. Not word on the street. Word on the curve. The curve. Available every Friday where podcasts are available. Friday for all the podcast freaks, freakily Friday night. Friday, Friday, yeah. Listen now wherever you get yours. 
Okay, we are back here at the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm John Polly, a producer on the show and your host. And more importantly, I am joined by Heidi in Closet talking about the premiere of All Stars 5. Soft and supple's back. <laughs> so they've been reading. They did a mini challenge. So they get ready for the maxi challenge which is a work-the-world variety extravaganza since, you know, a lot of queens who go to All-Stars or on the show in general end up on the work-the-world work tour. This makes yes. sense. This is something that, that's going to be part of their lives ahead, or some of them may have already been on it. Who knows? Um, exactly. Gonna, so it's like a great way to shoot. It's in a great way to like let them do what they want to do on stage. They get to choose how they want to perform, what they want to perform, and just tear it up. So... Boom, we're getting right to the stage. We got Rue, we got Michelle, we got Carson, we got Ross, we got Ricky Martin. Yes, Ricky. <laughs> and then the show begins. And I might have some of the, I think I have some of these out of order because I was, so forgive me, but we'll just kind of bop through a few of them. Real quick, um, Alexis Mateo comes out in bright orange and feathers. Sick me, no! <laughs> the music, the dancers, what'd you think? She was going off and she was letting them all have it. Alexis Mateo, she had turned the whole party. With that, I love the orange. The orange looked so delicious on her. And the, the, she did so well. She didn't let the dancers outstage her. She had her very own moment. And I love that she was, she had her uh, phrases from her past season sprinkled in through the mix. You know, I love that. I love a good callback. <laughs> bam. Simply bam. Mariah, she performs, and it is, like, timely and artsy and political and dramatic. Will we transcend and ascend? Will the fear and hate ever end? That's the greatest question of all. Until then, I'll continue to tell the story of the stains on the wall. It was so, 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 so what we needed. Right now, especially in these times, um, it was just so spot. And I know this was filmed a long time ago, but it could not have been coming out at a better time with a performance like this. It was educational. It was entertaining. It was artistic. It was everything I needed. And I, I didn't see that coming from her, but I'm so happy she delivered it. Describe what she was doing. Uh, she was doing like a, a con almost like a contemporary style of art while also I think her, those were her vocals as well over top, like reading the poetry mm -hmm. of it and acting it out and just the symbolism of the blood on the wall. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I know. And I love Mayhem. Mayhem just kind of sums it up. She's like, all right, Miss Mariah Angelou, make the people think. Tea. Miss Cracker comes out. She is like the Reverend Mrs. Dr. Dill now or something. I she love it. I, like I said earlier, I love a callback. And she definitely had a moment in that pickle on season 10. And she brought it back looking even more fabulous. And she was entertaining and funny at the same time. I really enjoyed her. She looks gorgeous. Like she just looks yummy. Uh, she looks kosher, like a good kosher pickle. And she like worked all, all over the stage. She's like Shabbat Shablam. <laughs> yeah, she worked all the stage, the whole stage, nothing but the stage. So help you God. Juju comes out and she sings beautifully. Oh, oh my God. Her voice. I the, the, the only other time I've ever heard her sing was during their their season where she f forgot her words yes. so I, I when i heard she was singing I'm like okay this is either gonna go one or two ways i was nervous you know i must i watched the show so i was like i know she can sing but will she know the words is what i wanted to know and she did and she sung it beautifully and i was just so happy i was like sitting there like yes they had the the candles in there and i literally about had to go light a match myself oh <laughs> 
it's hard to pull off doing like a somber kind of song on Drag Race, but she did. Oh. Blair St. Clair also sang. She had a lovely ponytail. That ponytail whip in the middle of it. It was. It almost looked like it was in slow mo, but it wasn't in slow mo. I don't know what kind of hair she has. I don't look. That couldn't been human because it moved too slow. Um, but it wasn't synthetic because it was nice hair. So I don't know what kind of uh, blend this was, but it was gorgeous and it moved gorgeously and she sang so well. And there was this one shot from her um, when uh, the camera came from the back and she was just posed while she was singing. I was like, and you can really only just see the silhouette. I was like, this is art. This is what I came for. Thank you. You got your money's worth. Yes. <laughs> On Gina, she comes out her little car and then she's like tossing off layers and bopping around. What'd you think? She loves a big silhouette to be so tiny she loves a big silhouette like that that big uh the the coat at first i was like i can't even see it in that little thing all i see is a little pea head and i was like work ho and then i love that it was drag race themed because you know season one was very themed after uh racing as well so yeah. i love callback here we are again mm-hmm. and um i thought it was it was relatively entertaining um i could i understood what some of the judges were saying uh, where it kind of just it didn't go where they thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. But I was still thoroughly entertained. Derek Barry came out and was doing all kinds of impressions. Like she started as Britney for half a second and then she was just all bouncing all over the place with voices. Well, explain it to me. I was having flashbacks to cook out with your cheeks out. <laughs> I think it may have been very much my, uh, my situation. I think it was a little too ambitious. A couple too many characters in the kitchen. Maybe she had condensed it down. It would have been more... Um, more uh, successful right but like because i feel like she was doing some of the voices really well it was just kind of bouncing yeah. all over the place yeah I, th- I think it needs to have a interweaving story to make it cohesive and then mayhem she's coming out she's kind of recreating her like big eyes staring meme thing yes i love that she took that meme and ran with it I can understand the not being able to hear some of it because I couldn't understand some of the words as well. But I I thought it was good. I was entertained thoroughly. I don't think I could be a judge on the show. I'd be too nice, probably. <laughs> Maybe after sitting up there in the cold for long enough, you'd, you'd come oh, up with yeah, yeah, yeah. And then India. Drag is not a contact sport. She is giving us a PSA about how drag is not a contact sport, which seems very relevant for these like COVID-19 times. Nothing's a contact sport now. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate the message she was sending. It was personal because we all know that that's how we learn. Drag was not a contact sport, really, and I really appreciate that. And can we talk about her dancing? I think I got a concussion from watching her whip her hair back and forth like that. I was like, oh, my Lord, girl, I'm dizzy. But she can't. I saw her in Vegas like last summer. I went to go see Cher in Vegas. And then I went to like the drag brunch that she and Chanel and Coco Montrese and Kahana do. And it was amazing. It was actually, I, I, you know, it was like at two o'clock in the afternoon. I had myself a, a little a daiquiri or two, some oh. like, a quesadilla. <laughs> the show was off the charts. And India was just bouncing all over the place amazingly. Oh, she's such a good entertainer such a good entertainer so who's your who like just watching it who who stood out to you who were like your top two or who are your who are your favorites i think ggb was one of my favorites just because it was just such a beautiful song that she sang it was so gorgeous and she looked amazing while doing it i really enjoyed shay not stripping but she was giving us pole art okay oh thank you forgive me forgive me i didn't mean to skip i didn't mean to overlook yeah there's a difference between stripper and pole dancer 
because there's artistry. It was gorgeous. It was phenomenal. I loved it truly, truly, truly. And you know, India Fair was so entertaining and so energetic. I just live for that. That I'm gonna throw my neck and get whiplash and uh, get dizzy and, and very much that I was living. And then Rue tells them, so the show's over. They're all standing there waiting for judging and stuff. Rue says, "All star rules have been suspended from this moment on. All star rules have been suspended." Forever. Yeah, get out of here. Get them out of here. And so each week he's going to choose one top all-star, not two. So so how's that going to work? Because who is she going to lip sync against, Miss Heidi? Would you explain it to me? From what the rules have been stated, it seems like the one top all-star will be lip syncing against a lip sync assassin with this one ending up being the one and only winner of season 11, Evie Oddly. Yes. So you know it's about to be good. And also that means like every week we get a guest queen coming back to like face off with the top queen. Oh my God, I cannot wait because there's been such good lip sync artists from the show come out of it. I, I just can't wait to see the, the, the queens that they pull back. There could be, they could, there's so many talented. There could be a Cameron Michaels. There could be Coco Montrese, Alyssa Edwards. There could be ugh, so, so many talented lip sync artists coming back. Trini Cable Nay, if she, she would. I would love all of them. The way it works is at the top queen, like India has declared the winner this week. What a great like return. What a great like surprise. She's a queen somebody, some people may not have heard of if they haven't watched the show every season. It's wonderful that she gets to like return with this big moment. It's been what? eight, nine years in the making. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for her to get this moment. I hope she keeps it up. I hope she keeps delivering. So she gets to vote for the queen, the one queen she will send home if she wins the lip sync. And then Evie, all the other girls vote. And whoever gets the most vote from all the other queens about who should go home, that's the name that's on the lipstick. That's the name that's on the (laughs) lipstick that Evie has. So if- There you go. If Evie wins the lip sync, thank you. And she pulls out a lip sync that has the one everybody else better to go home on it. So it's a lot. But it kind of makes sense in a, in a, once you get it. It's rumocracy. Thank you for the civics lesson. You're so, welcome. So I, I'm going to skip over a lot of the judging, but like Shay, Lair, Juju, and Mariah are safe. Alexis gets props for dancing. Ricky Martin loved it. India, she gets raves. And like I said, she wins. She's declared the winner. And Michelle did not even say anything about a bodysuit. So now that, 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 was, that was the moment of the, of the episode right there. That was the gag of the season. Truly. Already. <laughs> and, you know, they didn't love, love, love on Gina's little car and like dance performance. But she's not in the bottom because the bottom are Derek and Mayhem. Dun, dun, dun. So that means they have to go back to the workroom and kind of plead their case to all the girls and to the top girl who happens to be India. Did it seem like to me that the India and Mayhem form a little alliance? It. I, I'm not going to lie. It, I would try that too. No, I'm joking. Uh, it did seem like that. I mean, it's, it would be smart to do um, if, you watch, if you're watching each other's backs during huh. the competition. They did have a little kiki moment. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. So that might be something we have to look out for moving forward mm-hmm. in this. We shall see how things unfold. So it's good to have strong nails if you're going to be scratching people. Always, honey. And then we got a whole new little bathroom set up because they go into this like bathroom with a sink and a case. And the queens who are not the top queen, all the other queens, that's where they pop their little lip stink. In. <laughs> lip sink, lipstick. Oh, you no. Can... Not stink. That's where they put their lipstick. 
with the queen's name they're voting to send home that's it's a really cute bathroom that's what i want my bathroom to look like when i move to la it's very nicely decorated for a bathroom too you can, you can probably visit it like the, at the next drag con let's see <laughs> so anyway they're all voting and like it's all kind of secretive except for jujube and she's like Whoop. <laughs> she's like here's the mirror here's the lipstick here's her name there we are she chose mayhem Bloop. <laughs> She is not afraid of anything. I love a fearless queen. You you have to be. Anyway, so they all vote. They all do their bit. We see India vote. We don't know who she voted for because, you know, it's all stars, how they do it. They get their, they go over to the box. They run their fingers over it dramatically. Hand modeling, yeah. Thank you, hand modeling. And then we go over to the main stage and it's time to reveal yourself. It's time for the assassin to pop on out of there. The screen starts going out. Who did you think it was? Did you have any conspiracy theories? I oof, I had no idea who it could have been, but when I saw that funky looking colors only, I was like, "Who this?" And then as it started coming up, it started making more and more sense. I'm like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I know. I wonder if I wondered if people were gonna clock it right from like the pants leg because it's just it's so bright and such a funky fabric. I'm like, "What?" Like all the people that first came to my mind, I don't think they would wear something like that. I'm like. No, I'm lost, but it makes so totally sense that they would bring her for a lip sync assassin role. Evie Oddly, season 11 winner. Yes, yes, how do you? So the time has come to lip sync for their legacy, and they do. And it is Ricky Martin. They are living La Vida Loca. And what did you think? Oh my goodness, it was so, so entertaining. You know, being a Ricky fan of myself, I was thoroughly, thoroughly thrilled to see this song being performed and i think they both did amazingly that one part where evie had just did a death drop or a split or something and then india runs and does her little uh somersault over and like slides and almost like rolls over top of evie was everything i was like yes it was so good so so good and evie's like pulling off hair and ponytails and layers moment i know and i'm like i'm just thinking like oh my gosh her poor her I'm worried about her joints. Her her rubber band, the asterisks, yes. I know, she's going to be like a living La Vida in traction or something. Okay. <laughs> and she wins the lip sync. Yes. Oh my God. It was it was a close one. But, you know, when she starts bending like a pretzel, you, you got to give a whole credit. Congratulations to her on winning that lip sync. She had did all of that. And that means since she won, like if India had won, she would have gotten a $10,000 tip. But since India didn't win, that means $10,000 goes toward next week. So next week's queen could win a $20,000 tip. This is when you start pulling out all the stocks. When <laughs> when the cash tip rolls over, that's when you get crazy. And I I wonder how high this cash tip is going to go up before one of the queens win and win a good old, nice old fat check. I'm ready for it. So... That means that Evie has to pull out the lipstick and reveal who's going home. So the bottom two have to come back on stage. It's Derek. It is Mayhem. Oh, my gosh. So Evie pulls out the lipstick. She turns it over, and it says the people have spoken. Derek Barry, this is not your time. <gasps> oh, I am it's sad to see her go because I know she wanted to, to, to do so much more. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she is a superstar. She's a Vegas icon. She's just like one Completely. of the... I mean, and she's one of the nicest queens ever. So nice. So nice. So I hope we see more of her. Who knows? And so, so okay, having seen the episode, who are you rooting for? Who would you pick for your, like, top two or three or just whatever? I definitely want to see more of Jujube. She is, she's been one of my favorites since for, almost forever. Shay, I want to see her. 
so so much uh she is one of the few queens that if i was to walk into an all-star i would probably turn back around and walk out because (laughs) i do not want to mess with her so good luck to all the other girls who had to compete against her thank y'all for taking that bullet for us because i did not want to do it i also i'm i I really want to see more of miss cracker what she brought to this episode i i really sparked something in my head and i want to see more from her yes and heidi what is next for you Oh, goodness. Well, I'm definitely uh, working on some side projects right now at the moment. Stay tuned. Some will be coming to fruition really, really soon. So just mm. be ready. You know, I want to dabble a little bit in everything. Hopefully get back on some TV. I want to do some TV shows, hopefully, um, in the future. And yeah. we'll, we'll see where the future goes for old, old Heidi. Oh, the future is just beginning for Heidi. The, whole, yes. the world is just beginning to open up for you. I mean, it's still crazy. We're still in, like, crazy pandemic times. Sometimes things feel limited. But, like, the, the good things are coming. Oh, for certainly. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm so ready and excited. And what do you have for advice for fans of yours who feel a little overwhelmed by the world right now? Whether you're a, it's a person of color who's just seeing everything going down and wondering, like, how how... How are we going to get through this? Uh, if you're a queer person of color, if you're African-American, if you're just any gay person, what what advice or support could you offer? I think there's two things that we really need to take into our minds and really process at this moment. One is we have to speak out. We have to, to vocalize. We have to, to be that voice for people who might not be able to vocalize how things should be done or how things should change. And two, for our mental health and stability, we need to find that place of peace for ourselves. We need to take that moment of time, take a step back and really find our our happy place as well, which can be hard in these crazy times, but it can be done. So those are the two things. Use your platform and speak out and vocalize and and find your happy place. Definitely. That's the best advice I've heard. Of course, darling, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. Will you come back again sometime to do more podcasting? I would love to come back if you'd have me. I love, I, you know, I love talking, so. <laughs> and remember, everybody, we got to watch All Stars Untucked. There's a whole Untucked this season. Oh? I haven't even seen it yet. I'm behind schedule. And you can keep up on Drag Race watching every Friday night at 8 p.m. on VH1 or 7 p.m. Central. Watch via Wow Presents Plus if that's the best way for you to watch. If you don't get to VH1, check it out on WowPresentsPlus.com. Keep in touch with Heidi. Follow her on all the platforms. Yes. And Heidi, thank you. Take care of yourself. And you are giving lots of people lots of joy. So just know that. Thank you. I try to bring it to them every time. Anytime. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you for having me, darling. Storm the judges. Give them face. Posture doll. Hand on the waist.